What's going on? And welcome to another episode of the While We're Young podcast. My name is Tyler Smith. Thank you so much for clicking on this video, for clicking on this podcast on your preferred podcast listening platform. Thank you so much. Without you clicking on this video, this wouldn't be a podcast. Without you clicking on the podcast, it wouldn't be a podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super grateful. If you're new here, the While We're Young podcast is a podcast that aspires to inspire the younger generation to live boldly and unashamed for the gospel. And we do that by growing in knowledge and wisdom through through interviews, through discussions and devotions and a lot of other things that is going to happen in this podcast, especially in the future. Big plans coming up. So thank you for joining. Thank you for listening in. Today is a really, really good podcast. Today we're talking about the future. And as you can tell by the title, the title of it is Look Up. And basically that's just like a you know, a metaphor, I guess you could call it, of like, of us needing to look up and see what's in our future, because what we're doing now, what we're doing now matters and has consequences for what's going to happen in the future. So look up and see, look up and see where you're headed, because that's important, because you can't do the stuff that you're doing now without recognizing what's happening in the future. And and we're going to discuss a few topics. There's there's plenty of topics you can talk about that that and warnings that we could talk about about your future but we choose about you know three or four and talk about it in this podcast so i'm super super excited for you to listen to it so without further ado let's get right into the podcast i said podcast (laughs) let's get right into the podcast see you in there goodbye So what if I told you that tomorrow morning when you wake up, you would only have one word to say, not just for the day, but for the rest of your life? What would that word be? Honestly, tell me. What's the most effective, maybe your favorite word? What, what's the most funniest, most funniest? Yes, that's how we say words on this podcast. What word would you choose? Now, I, I kind of thought about it. I went towards the funny aspect, and then I went kind of towards the effective and I combined it. But before I tell you my answers, I actually asked you y'all's answers on my Instagram, uh, on my stories. And I picked a few out from what I thought was really, <laughs> I liked the, the, the answers. The first person that I want to shout out is a really good buddy of mine named Micah Bias. Shout out to you, Micah. He said that his word would be NICE, in all caps, with four E's. Now, I mean, I like the word NICE. <laughs> Sure. But like, what if someone comes up to you and is like, um, you know, my dog just died or something. <laughs> and you're like, mm, nice. <laughs> that would not be good. <laughs> Thank you, Micah, for your answer. The next person that answered was another really good friend of mine named Maddie Heiser. And she said that her word was what? Now, Maddie, I'm gonna have to pick on you. I'm sorry. But all right, you know the situations when you're in class and you're talking to someone across the room and you're like, what? 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 That, that's just what people are going to think you're, you're doing with that word. I, I'm just being honest. I'm just trying to help you out if this ever happens to you. But yeah, I don't think it's an effective word. <laughs> respect, respect, respect you though, respect you though. The next one is from a good buddy, one of my best friends named Bradley Wright, who may or may not be on the podcast later, you know, in the future. Mm. 
<laughs> but his word, and I'm going to pick on you, man, is amen. Man, what a Sunday school answer. Go to church. <laughs> no, I respect you too. But last person that I want to shout out is a guy named Shepard Tillman. I don't know you personally, Shepard, but I know of you. I know your family. You're an awesome, awesome family. And his word is thank you. And he says that thank you can never be, or he can never be thankful enough, which I madly respect. Thankfulness is a great trait, great characteristic, great feeling. Um, thankfulness is great. So thank you, thank you all for answering on that Instagram. And y'all keep in touch, and I'll be asking some more questions if y'all want some shout-outs later on. But let me tell you my answers really quick. So my first answer that I actually came up with, <laughs> and don't judge me. I know I judged y'all. My first answer was yo. It was yo. It's not no or yes. It's not what. Duh. It's yo. Because it's like a universal, it's a universal word. Like, okay. Yo, that's sick. Or yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. Or yo, that's awful. Yo. Like that you can say like different, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The next word that I would use is huh. H-U-H, huh, because you can be like, huh, I'm confused, like, and, and maybe, hmm, <laughs> like you're frustrated or, I don't know, huh, like, <laughs> maybe you could use that, but the last word, this is the best word that I came up with, do not judge me, the word is beep, I'm probably making you, let me explain, let me explain, stop, stop your roll. Beep is a perfect word because I can come up to you. Imagine I come up to you and I'm like, beep, 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 beep. You would think I am a lunatic, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. I would too. But you know what? I would actually be doing Morse code and I would be smarter than any of y'all. Mm -hmm. mm. Yep. Sorry. Best word. I win. Sorry. Hands down. <laughs> I brought up this little discussion to show you how drastically our life could be changed, you know, for the future if something happened right now, you know, something different started right now, like you wake up the next morning and you only have one word to say, right? How you wouldn't be able to communicate that well, you would kind of be crippled, right? Our life would completely change. And now you may be thinking, and I probably... I guess you're thinking this, well, that's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to wake up the next morning and not be able to say anything but one word in my vocabulary. Like, yes, and I agree with you, that's not going to happen. Hopefully, if something strange happens, then I don't know. But realize this, realize this, that every single day, every single day with every decision we make, our future is changed in some form or fashion. Every decision we make has a consequence, good or bad, for our future. So the purpose of this podcast is to warn you of the shame, of the guilt, the regrets, the baggage, and all of the goodness and the blessings that you wouldn't receive, you wouldn't experience because of the bad decisions that you could make now. That we all make. But here's the thing. This podcast is not going to be 
be me taking scripture from the Bible and whopping you over the head with the bad decisions that you've made. No, I'm not going to do that. This podcast today is one where I'm going to share you the things that I've learned, the experiences and mistakes that I've made to warn you, to warn you about your future. And yes, we're going to mention some things that maybe I haven't experienced, right? Maybe some of those things. But it's all to warn you. Because why not be the best you in the future? Why, why mess up your future right now? So let's get into it. So the first thing that I want to talk about, the first thing that will affect your future, is probably one of the most important things that, that I'm going to talk about here today. It's probably the most important thing, and that is where you place yourself. Where you place yourself is so important because it will impact you in the future the path that you set yourself on. I've made this quote up, and, and, and this is what it says. Every path that you take leads to somewhere. And this path has plenty of things that you can look at along the way. Now, I want to read this verse. It says, Do not be deceived, because bad company ruins good morals. And that's in 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Now, when I say these verses, you're probably thinking people. And yes, that's what it's talking about. People people who influence you. Do you realize that our brains don't start finishing our development until we're about 25 years old, 25, 30, mid-20s, something along that range? And I personally think that our brains continue after that, but not as serious, right? Our brains as young people are still developing. We are taking in what we see from the outside world and putting it in our minds and figuring things out for ourselves and being more independent. And especially if you're a middle schooler, if you're a ninth and 10th grader, your brain is in a vital part of your life where you're making a decision to choose where you're going to, you know, walk the path that you're going to walk. And it's a hard, hard decision. But where you spend your time, who it's spent with, and how it is spent matters, especially if you're wanting to live a relationship with Christ, because bad company ruins good morals. Now, let me share you a personal story real quick. And this is a, 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 a blessing that God put in my life. So when I was in seventh grade, eighth grade, you know, I was wanting to figure out my path. I was wanting to figure out how to be, you know, belong with people. I wanted friends. I wanted everything that, that anyone wants, right? But I came to this point, and, and this is kind of, it, it, may be, it may be like not important to you, but this is like a very important story to me because I was searching for music. Okay, I was searching for music to listen to. And, you know, I was dabbling in everyone else's music. Like, you know, I, I call it secular rap, but I don't want to judge it because, like, I'm not the type of person. I don't want to judge you for what you listen to. You know, there, there's, we can talk about a whole podcast about, like, you know, that kind of stuff. But I was listening to everything that the world was listening to. And, you know, I just didn't feel good about it. I didn't feel good about it until one day. Uh, Lecrae came out with an album called All Things Work Together. Man, this album, when I tell you it changed my life, it changed my life. It changed my life because, all right, I had an iPod at the time, okay? And <laughs> this was the first album that, like, I went and, and bought my own iTunes gift card. And, like, I remember tearing the sticker off and taking a picture and being, like, really excited. I had 15 bucks in my iTunes uh, account. <laughs> and I bought the album, All Things Work Together by Lecrae. And 
dude, I was filled with so much passion. I thought it was a bop. I thought all the songs were a bop on there. You know, there's Blessings, there's What You Mean with Aha Gazelle. Man, those are some bops. But my favorite song on there was Cry For You. But here's the thing. I listened to that album for six months because I finally found something that gave me substance and positivity. And I didn't search for everything that I had been searching for in this world, the, the music that I was listening to. But when I got into Lecrae and got into all these other rappers and started listening until today, you know, I put all my Christian rap into a playlist. And over the past eight years, I have like 25 hours, 26 hours of Christian rap songs that I listen to and love. But what did it do for me? When I constantly listened to countless hours of this music, it impacted my heart. Not only did these rappers teach me how to be a man, they taught me how to live an unashamed life. They taught me how to live unashamed for the gospel. In every single song, they talked about Jesus, positivity, and they taught me that my life, everything in my life can be about Jesus, okay? Everything in my life could be about Jesus, but it all stemmed from me pouring that music into my ears, that positivity into my ears, that godly accountability from people I didn't even know in my ears every single day. And that's what happens to every single one of us because bad company ruins good morals, good character. And you have two paths you can go along. Two paths. You have, you have the good path and you have the wrong path. And now I mentioned placement because I want you to hear this. And as young people, it's so important that you listen to this. This makes me passionate. It's so important that you listen to this. Young people, if you choose to go on the wrong path now, you know what God has for you. At least in the Bible Belt, so many people know that God is real. And so many people know that Christianity is something, but they still choose to go the wrong path. Why? You are wasting your life. You are wasting your life every single day. Every single day. And you're going to get 30, you're going to be 40, and you're going to realize, hopefully you'll realize, oh, I should have been with God since I was 18, since I was 20. And then what happens is you turn to the right path when you're 30 and 40 and praise God you do that. But you wasted 15 years of your life. 15, 20, 10 years of your life chasing the path that the world has to offer and everything that you see on the way to hell. Because those things are enticing. Those things are desirable. Those things, I'll admit, those things are great. And I've dabbled in the wrong path. Of course, everyone has. Everyone, every Christian has dabbled in the wrong path. Even if you are a Christian now, sometimes we step on that path. But let me tell you how good God blesses you when you step on the right path and you place yourself on a path of righteousness. You will receive blessing after blessing, goodness after goodness, walking that, that path of hardship, but of, of, of goodness. But here's the key point, and this is why I'm warning you for the future, because I want you to look up and realize this. Look up and see what your future is going to be like, because if you stay on that wrong path, if you stay on that wrong path, you're going to waste your life. But if you stay on the good path, if you stay on the right path, Think about how deep you would be in your relationship with Christ. Think about how far you would be, how more wise you would be in your relationship with Christ. Wouldn't you? 
I want to make that so clear to you. Don't waste your life right now. Don't waste every second. Don't waste it. Do not waste it. Place yourself with the right people. Place yourself in the right places. And place yourself in positions where you make the right choices. Because you're either going to heaven or hell. Now, <laughs> just make the right choices. Be put on the path of righteousness. Please walk on it. So this next discussion is very, very real. So, so brace yourself. But this warning that I'm about to discuss is something that I believe is one of the most biggest struggles for the younger generation now in today's time. And I can 100% guarantee you it's been the biggest struggle in my life. The biggest struggle in my life. What we're going to talk about right now is how the things that we're doing, our actions right now, have consequences for that person in our life, for our spouse, for the person that we are going to marry. I want us to read this verse. This is in Hebrews 13.4. It says, Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexual immoral and adulterous. Before I go any further, let me tell you this. I am so imperfect when it comes to this. So imperfect. This has been a huge struggle for me. And honestly, I would 100% guarantee you it's such a struggle for so many kids today, so many students, so many youth, so many college students. The world glorifies relationships. Relationships are beautiful. Marriages are beautiful, and they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be. But this world has told this world has told us that it's okay to share what you have with anyone that's not your wife. I've heard it described like this. What you have for your wife is a gift. A gift. This gift is like one on Christmas. It's under the tree. It's ready to be opened. But you ruin it when you decide to peek and poke and see it and shake it. Even to a point where you maybe open it before Christmas. And it's not that it's not still a gift, that it can't be given on Christmas. And if you if you've sinned and if you've done this kind of stuff with that gift and, and, and tampered with it already, don't feel like that it's too late. That gift is still a gift. But I'm here to warn you. I'm here. Listen, I'm here to warn you. Please. Please listen to me. That gift that's under the tree for the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with is so much better when it's opened at the right time. When you can give it to the person that you love. And this is not, we're not just talking about like being real. We're not, we're not just talking about sex here. 
the act of sex is, yes, the opening of that gift. But there's so many other things, so many other things that fall under the category of sexual immorality. In 1 Corinthians 18, it says this, flee fornication. Fornication is voluntary sexual intercourse. That's what it means, sexual immorality. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. And verse 19 says this, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? This is something I've had to learn, and this is something I've struggled with. Because that gift is so beautiful. And I know that every, every young person wants it because it is beautiful. It's supposed to be beautiful. But every time, for guys, because this is what I know, every time we look at a woman, it's the same thing. Every time that you think a thought of a woman, that you know it's the same thing. It's going against your future spouse every time that you watch that video late at night every time that you watch pornography it is sexual immorality against your wife and what does that do to your future what does it do it causes scars that you have to live with I have scars that I have to live with and I'm here to warn you I'm here to warn you I'm here to warn you because that gift is a precious gift. And if you open it before it's time, if you open it before it's time, it's not as, it's not as God perfect as it could have been. And I have things that I wish that I didn't poke that box. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you have poked that box, if you've opened it, if you've opened that box, it's not too late to share that in the right way with somebody, someone who will sacrifice their life for you. Love is real. A connection with someone is real. And what you do now affects your relationship with your future wife, your future husband. Please run away from sexual temptation. Please run away from what the world says is right. Premarital sex, anything involved with you giving up yourself, your body to someone else, your thoughts, your minds. Run away from it because someone deserves that. Someone deserves that gift, that beautiful gift. And I'm warning you right now, look up, look up, look up. Look up and see your husband or your wife in the future. And say, I want to love them the right way. I want to love them like I'm supposed to. I want to love them right. Stop chasing everything. Stop chasing it. I know it's, it, it's, it's a, I know this is a hard topic and it's hard to talk about, but it's so real and you have to talk about it. You have to be vulnerable about it. Please. I'm warning you and begging you, flee from it. Flee from it as much as you can. You will benefit in the future because of it. I promise. So here is my last warning for you today. 
Okay, and there's plenty of other things that we could have talked about. I know that. But these three things that we talked about today were on my heart, and I feel like that someone needed to hear them. But this last one, this one goes to all the young people. This is an important warning, and you need to realize this. Do you know you have something that you'll never get back? That you'll never get back. You'll never get back in 10 years. You'll never get back tomorrow. And of course, that's time, but specifically for younger people, you will never be young again. You will never be this young again. Naturally, our bodies crumble. And I'm not knocking older people, but, you know, they always say that their knees hurt, right? Their bo- our bodies shut down. We die. We get to a point where we can't work anymore. We can't run like we used to. We can't think like we used to. We can't function like we used to in our younger days. Do you know we have that now? Do you know that? We have the younger days now. Why aren't we using them? We're wasting the, the, the time in our lives that we're the strongest, that we're, we're the most able, but we don't choose to seek wisdom. We don't choose to seek knowledge, but instead we choose to just be comfortable or we're too scared. We're too scared and we think that we're weak. We think that we're not smart enough. And, and, and yes, we need to know more things, but why don't we go out and find that knowledge and that wisdom while we are at our best in our life, where our bodies are at our best in our life? God blesses us with youthfulness. That is a blessing. And this is what it says in Ecclesiastes 12. Listen to this. Remember also your creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the clouds return after the rain in the day when the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men are bent and the grinders cease because they are few and those who look through the windows are dimmed and the doors on the street are shut when the sound of the grinding is low and one rises up at the sound of a bird, and the daughters of song are brought low. All of these, these metaphorical and sim- symbolic ways mentioned in Ecclesiastes are things that, that happen to old people. Legit. Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking old people. Y'all are wise. I respect y'all. But it's just life. It's as strong men get bent. We, we become weak. Our eyes become dim. The windows are dim. That's what it says here. And it says that, that, you know, we get white hair and, and we, we get old, okay? We get old, but the first verse of this chapter says, Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near, which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Right now, it is so important that you take what you have. Don't take it for granted. You have stuff in your life to go share the gospel to the best of your ability now. So why aren't we doing it? Why aren't we doing it? You have dreams. You have passions. You have things that you want to do. Go out and make a song. Go out and make a podcast. Go out and share the gospel to your FCA. Go out and share the gospel to your church, to your school, to your college. Go share it. Go share it now because you are young. You are young. You have all the abilities in the world to do it. So why are you wasting it? Why don't you utilize your youthfulness now?
Because 10 years from now, when your back hurts and your knees hurt, can't see as good, you're going to wish you did right now. Right now. I'm warning you. And this, this also kind of ties into the, to the first path, but I'm talking about your dreams. I'm talking about, I'm talking about your purpose. Living it out now instead of later down the road. You are going to regret not living it now. Look up. Look up and see. See what God has in store for you in the next 10 days, in the next year, in the next five years, in the next 10 years. And utilize it now. Be the best person you can be so that years from now you can look back and you won't have regrets. You can look back and you can say, God, I know I was a mess up, but God, I did it for you. And that, that is a good feeling to feel. That is a good feeling to feel. And, and honestly, and I'm, I'm not being prideful here, but I look back at my high school career. I look back. And I thank God for saving me and giving me a different drive and passion. Because I look back on my high school career and now that, now that I've grown so much deeper in my faith because God did that for me, I look back. And yes, you have your small regrets. Those will always be there. But looking back, I'm so thankful for how far God has brought me. I'm so thankful for what he's used me for. Because that's the number one thing that you're going to regret. Standing at the feet of Jesus. And everything that you've done. Everything, every person that you've encountered. Every, every action that you could have taken. is going to be accounted for. Are you going to regret it? Are you going to do what's right while we're young? Because there's going to be a time... There's going to be a time in our future where we're not going to be young anymore. We're going to be raisins. <laughs> Seriously. Realize who you are right now. If you are a born-again believer and you have salvation in your heart, you are blameless, you are chosen, you are forgiven, you are loved, you are alive, you are valuable, you are God's sons and daughters so live it live it every single day <laughs> you got this you got this live it now look up and live it now thank you so much for listening I know this podcast was I wouldn't say all over the place but we talked about different things and I think that's great. Three different kind of discussions, I believe, that, that we kind of went into, but they were such important discussions. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for all of my listeners, every single one of them. I don't care how many. Just the person that's listening now, you are here to listen now for a purpose. So thank you for listening. And without you, this wouldn't be a podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> but I just want to say, 
that I have such big things coming up for this podcast. God has big things coming for this podcast, and I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it, and I'm being blessed because of it. God is blessing me. I hope God is blessing you. Tune in in the next few weeks because whew, I got some plans. I got some plans. They coming. They coming. <laughs> Thank you again. Hey, I don't know who you are listening, but I love you. I do love you. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I love you. Keep strong in the faith. Be unashamed for the gospel. Do it. Live it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Let me step down. Let me step down. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day. I hope you are blessed. I hope God shows you different things today. And I hope you go out and live unashamed. Go listen to All Things Work Together by Lecrae. Best album ever. I just got to plug that in there. Changed my life. Changed my life. Anyway. <laughs> Fill your ears influence. Anyway, I'll talk about that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Yes, I know I'm awkward. I don't know how to say bye. Okay, see you later. Joseph, turn the dang camera off, bro. Do this every week. Turn it off. Turn it off.